Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. He'll make the grab. He's going in. Touchdown, Alabama. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, share a Coke. Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud partners of the Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light. This football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Now, this is Hey Coach. Here is your host, the voice of the Tide, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody, and welcome in to Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa, another edition of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, getting set for Saturday's home opener for the Crimson Tide. First time ever to meet the Aggies of New Mexico State University. Kickoff is at one minute after three Saturday. And of course, our broadcast coverage begins at 12 noon right here on the network. You're tuned in to Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show presented by Alpha Insurance. And we're happy to have all of you along. Of course, the coach will be joining us here in about 30 minutes from right now, uh, recapping last week's game against the Duke Blue Devils and talking about what's to come on Saturday at Bryant-Denny Stadium. If you'd like to join us in conversation, the phone number is the same one we have had for decades, 877-202-BAMA. That's 877-202-BAMA. That's the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. We'd love to hear from you, and uh, you certainly can steer this show as the evening continues. Listen, if you'd like to stay up to date on the latest on the Crimson Tide, you can do so by tuning into Tide TV this week. It's presented by Renaissance Bank. Check your local listings for the airtimes in your area. And don't forget that Tide TV this week is also available online and on demand at RollTide.com. I'll tell you that both the uh, tennis and the soccer teams have gotten off to a, excuse me, the volleyball and soccer teams, excuse me. I've got tennis on the mind. We'll be talking that here in a little bit. But the volleyball and soccer teams have gotten off to great starts, predominantly on the road uh, to open the year. So you can get all the details on Tide TV this week. When we come back, we're going to be joined by John Bachnick. He is from the Bruno event team. And he is going to talk to us all about the traffic flow situation in and around Tuscaloosa. For those of you who have not been here since the end of last uh, basketball or football season, lots of construction going on. And John's going to give us all the details here in just a moment or so. So stay tuned for more of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill, the official watch party location of the Crimson Tide. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Are you ready for back to school? New backpack? Check. New clothes? Check. New glasses? Sweet. 
Shop the back-to-school event at My Eye Doctor. For kids' glasses starting at just $69. Choose from the area's largest selection and save at My Eye Doctor. Doctors of optometry. And check. Eye care and eyewear are better together. Schedule an appointment today at MyEYEDR.com. This season, you can share a Coke with your team on it. So I'm going to tell you how with a little help from this quarterback. Sally, 44. You can share a Coke when your team's up. Red Poncho. You can share a Coke when your team's down. Happy Jolly. You can even share a Coke with your rival on game day. Chili, chili, chili. Or you can share a Coke when you're giving out your famous guacamole recipe in a completely packed stadium. Cilantro, chopped onion, squeeze the lime, Roma tomato, hike. Share a Coke with a fan this season. The Walk of Champions, Denny Chimes, The Million Dollar Band. At Alabama, traditions run deep. Ford has a tradition too, building rugged, dependable trucks, including Ranger with Ford Copilot 360 technology. Available driver assist features that give you the confidence to navigate crowded roads. You know, like Tuscaloosa on game day. See your local Ford dealer, proud sponsor of Alabama football. Driver assist features are supplemental. Do not replace the driver's attention, judgment, and the need to control the vehicle. Everwood Treatment Company is wood treated right. Everwood is the most technologically advanced pressure treated wood available. That means no rotting, no decay, no problems. Just wood treated right. Everwood is your treated wood source and the official pressure treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you're looking to add or replace decks, outdoor structures, or commercial jobs, choose Everwood for wood treated right. If you need it, we'll get it to you. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Discover something amazing at Cook Museum of Natural Science. Explore a cave, crawl inside a beaver lodge, marvel at live animals including saltwater fish, turtles, snakes, jellyfish, alligators, and more. Experience nature close-up through interactive exhibits and hands-on activities. Discover why life is amazing at Cook Museum of Natural Science in downtown Decatur, Alabama. For more information, visit cookmuseum.org. Welcome back, everybody, as Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show continues from Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Sports Collectibles is your one-stop shop for authentic Crimson Tide memorabilia and collectibles, offering authentic autographed items, framed jerseys, and all sorts of great gift ideas. And all of the signed items, by the way, come with a certificate of authenticity and a 100% money-back guarantee. So look for sports collectibles at Bryant-Denny Stadium this season or shop online at sportscollectibles.com. As I was saying before the break, uh, it seems as though the, uh, the building crane is the, uh, is the bird of Tuscaloosa nowadays. I mean, there's construction going on everywhere. There's road repairs, new buildings going up. And as a result, traffic flow is uh, adjusting just a bit in time for Saturday's home games throughout the course of the season. And to talk with us about that from the Bruno event team is John Bachnick. John, how are you, sir? How are you this evening? I am well. And uh, let's talk about what's going on in this town. It's, uh, it's a booming time. Tuscaloosa's uh, got all sorts of construction how is that going to impact folks coming to the game this Saturday and subsequent weekends? Well, it does have, have completed construction. It's, uh, it's like each 
you that I come on and talk about the interstate project. And the good news is that I think this will be, or it looks to be the last game that this will affect game day traffic. As the, this project could be done by this time before next year. So hopefully just one more year to get through it. Uh, but this year is, is in fact have a construction on, on I-759, mainly in that McFarland area. What, what I may do, John, I'm going to cut you off here and ask you to, if you wouldn't mind calling back in because uh, we must have caught you in the midst of a bad cell tower somewhere and we're having a little trouble hearing you. So if you would call back in, uh, we'd like to, of course, continue our conversation, but we're only hearing about uh, half of every other word that you're uh, spitting out to us. So while we get uh, John connected again, gives me a chance to talk to you about the performers of the week. You know, each and every week here on the show, we give, an, uh, we give away an award sponsored by Cooper Tire. It's the performance of the week. And you can visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. Tonight's honorees are Tua Tungavaloa and DJ Dale, who both earned Player of the Week honors from the Southeastern Conference off of last Saturday's game against the Duke Blue Devils. Tua, of course, led Bama to 42 points and 512 yards of total offense. He played three quarters. He was 26 of 31 passing, 336 yards and four touchdowns. Defensively, D.J. Dale, in his first career start, finished with three tackles. He had a half of a tackle for a loss. And Bama, of course, limited Duke's rushing attack to only 107 yards on 32 carries, a total of 204 yards for the ball game altogether. So a tip of the hat to all the guys, but Tua and D.J. Dale in particular, that is your Cooper Tire Performance of the Week. Visit coopertire.com to find your local dealer. Count on Cooper, an American company, since 1914. John Bachnick joins us again. John, hopefully we've gotten a, a better connection. Let's start over and talk about the impact. What are the fans going to be dealing with on Saturday? Yeah, so, sorry about that, Eli. I hope it's a better connection. With Much better, yes, sir. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, the construction continues on I-2059, so we'll be dealing with it one more, for one more season, hopefully. We, we think this will be the last year it'll affect game day traffic. Uh, but for this final year, uh, we will continue to have construction on 2059, uh, mainly over the McFarland area, uh, which certainly will impact uh, traffic on both pre- and post-game. Uh, for- fortunately, both lanes will be open each way. It'll just be reduced speed. Um, so uh, once we uh, once we get through this, this season, that'll all be, be fixed, and we'll be uh, three lanes wide on, on both sides. Do you suggest that folks avoid McFarland and take uh, come up through... Uh... Cottondale or other routes, uh, maybe uh, get off the other exit and uh, take uh, Wallace into uh, downtown and go that way? You know, we, we certainly recommend the, the Cottondale route uh, off the interstate. That is, that is quickest and, and most efficient right now. Um, obviously, with the construction on 50 to 2059 and also some downtown construction on Lurleen uh, Wallace, the most efficient route would be down through the Cottondale route there. How about in and around the stadium? There's construction going on. Uh, anything impacting traffic uh, near the stadium itself? No, fortunately this season uh, no, there's no construction that really affects game day on, on campus itself. All the normal roads and, uh, and parking areas are open and, and working fully. 
Uh, the, the one construction project that folks may notice from last year is a new parking deck that will be used, utilized the same day this year, uh, right across from the Moody Music Building uh, and across from Coleman Coliseum. Right, it's actually catty corner from the baseball stadium, like you say, in the Moody Music Building, and that's uh, a, a wonderful central location with uh, a good number of parking spots there. But I guess, I guess the bottom line, too, is uh, arrive early, uh, enjoy the tailgating time, and then maybe stay a bit after the game and uh, enjoy and uh, let the, the, the big rush of traffic clear out early. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we, we've added a few this year in terms of bringing the, the inflatables and the family activities back to the quad uh, for those uh, for those families, particularly with the small children, they'll, they'll enjoy that on the quad this year. Um, and then we've added, you know, for those who want to avoid the traffic altogether, we've added two new rideshare areas uh, on campus. That uh, for those that want to take Uber or Lyft, uh, we've got the two new areas for, for both of those uh, rideshare uh, partners as well. Well, John, we appreciate your joining us and giving everybody the update on traffic and what uh, to deal with this weekend. We'll talk again, certainly, but thank you so much for your time. Sounds great, Eli. Thanks for having me. All right, John Bachnick from the Bruno Event Team. But again, the bottom line, get here early and stay late if you'd like, and uh, that's the best way to uh, avoid the headaches of the traffic uh, in and around Tuscaloosa. Hey, Coach, and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. When we come back, we'll talk tennis with George Husak, men's tennis coach. Appropriately, we've got the U.S. Open on the TV screens here at Baumhauer's right now. Serena Williams up uh, five games to love in the first set. And we'll talk about the U.S. Open, and we'll talk about Bama tennis. That follows these messages here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing. Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update! I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach, and the Nick Saban Show, continuing from Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Hey, you can keep up with everything Alabama with the new Alabama Roll Tide mobile app that's presented by Bancorp South. It's available at the App Store and Google Play. You can download the Roll Tide mobile app now, and it is absolutely free. Check it out. It's all what's going on on campus here at the University of Alabama. Now a pleasure to be joined by a gentleman who's uh, been with us many times in the past, the men's tennis coach here at the university, George Husak. Great to see you. We don't have men's action today on the tube from uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium, but uh, watching Serena play is never uh, a dull moment. No, she can really hit the ball, and it's uh, great to be back here and on this opening home weekend. Let's talk about uh, the schedule. Uh, let's just jump right into it. And, and let's explain to the listeners the unique feature of, of your schedule. You guys, as a team, don't play until January, but the participants, the members of your team, kind of go off and play these different tournaments now under the auspices of the university. Uh, how does that work? Because I saw the first weekend you got some folks going to Columbia, South Carolina, some going to Milwaukee. How does that work? Yeah, it's a little goofy in the sense that um, what we play for doesn't start till January and throughout the spring. The team season is the most important, but in terms of preparing for that team season, we need to continue to compete. So in the fall, we'll play anywhere from eight to a dozen tournaments uh, here within the region. Uh, we'll go to regional tournaments, we'll go to national events, and then we'll sprinkle in some different events uh, like a minor league pro event actually that we're hosting this year for the first time right that's what the uh, four in the fall uh the four in the fall is a college event uh the usta futures that are being held in november uh here will be the minor league pro event now how do you decide who go let's talk about september 20th like i said some are appearing in right. columbia some are going up to milwaukee wisconsin how do you determine who goes where and why uh, a little bit of, you know, what they do over the summer, what they did last year, where they are level-wise. I have a gauge for how strong the events are going to be. The one in South Carolina, it's basically going to be a bunch of ranked individuals that play there. So I'm going to give one of our top returning guys an opportunity to play and another guy that uh, performed very well for us last year. We're going to give him an opportunity. And then up to Milwaukee, if you win that event, which we did last year, you get a wild card into a big national event, the National Fall Championship. So we're bringing our defending champ back up there with a, another senior that did very well with him. So kind of varies uh, based on their level and the strength of the event. And your athletes go up not as individuals. They are representing the University of Alabama. 100%, Without yes. it being a true team event. Yes, they're wearing the crimson and white with uh, a lot of pride, and they represent us, uh, but it's all individual results. Very interesting. We're going to come back. want to talk about a couple of new coaches on the uh, tennis team. We'll talk about the uh, roster makeup. All of that and more. George Husak is with us, men's tennis coach here at the University of Alabama. Hey, coach, on the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Here's a real tweet from a real Chick-fil-A guest. Meredith writes, Am I the only person who didn't know Chick-fil-A had mac and cheese? Holy game changer. The secret's out now, Meredith. Is there anything you think the world should know about our mac and cheese? What I really like about the mac and cheese is the oven-toasted, golden brown, cheesy top layer. It's savory, and it makes you feel really good. That does sound amazing. Thanks, Meredith. Try the mac and cheese yourself at your local Chick-fil-A. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonial. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. So, any homeowners in the audience? Yeah? Okay, all right, get this. The other day, my wife and I went shopping for a new home. You know, a place for the kids to, I don't know, grow up. And we didn't even bother to get pre-qualified. If you shop for a home without getting pre-qualified, people might just assume it's a big joke. Fortunately, Trustmark can get you pre-qualified for just the right amount and help you close on your dream home when you find it. Connect with a loan officer at trustmark.com mortgage. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. A pre-qualification is not a commitment to lend. Tuscaloosa Royal Furniture is now open at 635 Skyland Boulevard. Come see why Royal is known for the lowest prices in furniture and mattresses and the most financing options to meet your needs, no matter your credit history. During Royal's grand opening, you'll get special discounts up to 50% off, plus 60 months interest-free with no minimum purchase. Or finance with Royal's easy in-house credit and get a free TV. Visit us on Skyland Boulevard off Highway 69 and enter to win Alabama football tickets during the grand opening sale at Royal Furniture. Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch. In my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's a nice spot. Great view. Grab some Coors Light for every game day. Official partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. We are back. Hey, make your next tailgate legendary with a bottle of Baumhauer's legendary hot sauce and one of their convenient party-ready trays. Visit baumhauers.com slash tailgate for more information. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. George Husak with us for another moment or so. Tennis coach here for the men at the university. Couple of new coaches, an assistant coach and a volunteer assistant. Tell me uh, who these folks are, where they've come from. Uh, yes, we've got Demi Kotrowski and Andrew Goodwin. Demi was, is uh, the, the all-time wins leader at the University of Texas. I coached against him, and he beat me when I was an assistant coach at USC. Uh, unbelievable competitor and uh, player on the pro tour. So he comes to us from UT San Antonio, where he was a coach. And then Andrew Goodwin, who played for me and coached with me. He finished in 2015, coached in 2016 had stints at Michigan and Mississippi State, and then um, went from Stark Vegas here to Tuscaloosa. So I've got two unreal coaches. Wonderful. Uh, and we've got quite the brain trust uh, with both of those I get to rely on. And you've got a roster that returns eight of 10 from last year, only a couple of freshmen. So 
a lot of familiarity with the group. 100%. And the commitment and the culture is outstanding. We lost a big guy in Mazin Osama, who was our top singles and doubles player right. for the last four years. Uh, but as I told Mazin, you know, he left his mark in this program, and it's time for his boys, his sons, to take it on their own. So um, Mazin's here on campus finishing up a class. We'll graduate in December. He's friends with everybody, but uh, it's the new kids on the block that have come in uh, from Mexico and Oregon as freshmen, and then the A returners that are, are leading the charge. That's wonderful. Listen, I appreciate you coming by. We'll be following uh, how things go, and thanks, as always, for your time. Eli, it's a tremendous opportunity to be here and uh, to be among the, uh, the Crimson Tide faithful. Thank you. You got it, man. George Husak, men's tennis coach here at the university. Taylor Zarzer from ESPN and the SEC Network joins us after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You know the sound of performance. And you definitely know the name of performance. Toyota Camry, Corolla, and RAV4, a lineup that remains unrivaled. Toyota, let's go places. Get 0.9% APR for 48 months on a new 2019 Toyota RAV4. Offer valid through September 30th, 2019. Zero down for all qualified buyers with approved credit and financing through Southeast Toyota Finance. 2125 monthly payment for every 1000 financed. Excludes tax, tag, registration, title, and dealer fees. See dealer for details. Off-season for Bama fans? Yeah, right. We show our team spirit year-round. Now with a University of Alabama Visa check card from Regions, you can roll tide wherever you go. And with Regions' next step tips and tools, you and your Visa check card can go further. Regions is the official bank of the SEC, and we know greatness is in the grind. To learn more, visit regions.com slash GoBama. Regions, member FDIC. Terms, conditions, and fees may apply. Hey, do any of you Bama fans work with commercial trucks? What do you do to keep them rolling? Well, I'd get Snyder Fleet Solutions on the job. Snyder provides tire and mechanical service for some of the biggest fleets in the country from 80 locations, including five right here in Alabama. If you haven't seen what Snyder can do, it's time. Whether you've got one truck or 200, check them out at SnyderFleet.com. Your next haircut now has a shortcut. Introducing the Sport Clips Haircuts app. That's right. Now the cut you want is just a tap away. Just download the app, check in at your neighborhood Sport Clips, and choose your guy smart stylist, and you're done. We'll text you when your stylist is almost ready. Then head to Sport Clips for a championship haircut experience. It's home field advantage for your hair. No appointment needed. Just download the Sport Clips app and check in. And don't forget a beard trim. Sport Clips. You choose the cut, we cut the weight. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach, brought to you by Sports Clips Haircuts. Download the app today and check in online. Sports Clips, it's good to be a guy. Welcome back to Baumhauer's. Coach Saban joins us here in just a couple of moments, but we're joined now by the pride of Mobile, Alabama. You've enjoyed his work on ESPN and the SEC Network. You've heard him covering uh, golf's majors on Sirius XM Radio. Taylor Zarzer is with us. Well, welcome back to your home state. Thank you, Eli. Always great to be with you. Good to have you on board. And uh, we'll be talking, of course, extensively, but it's uh, 
you know, it's not often you get to do Bama games. It's like, I think it's got to be a nice treat for you and Matt Stinchcomb. It is, and it's, uh, it, it certainly tugs on the heartstrings a little bit because I have so many family members that went to the school, went to the university. My mother did. I'm the oldest of six children. Four of the six children in my family went to Alabama. I did not. I went to Huntington College in Montgomery. That's played right. A, played a little golf. But uh, so, yes, it, it, it's always great to be back home. Well, Taylor's going to be on the telecast with Matt Stinchcomb. He's going to be on the show as our special media guest. But right now, we have to pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. When we come back, Coach Saban joins us here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on the simple southern goodness of flavorful snacks and champion chips. So grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks, because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. So pick up your favorite Golden Flake potato chips, pork skins, cheese puffs, or our great-for-dipping tortillas, and let the game begin. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. In the military, you wear camouflage. But try this color, too. Crimson. It's the color of the University of Alabama. Military personnel, veterans, and their families can earn a college degree online from Alabama. Take courses and have access to tutors, career advisors, and libraries wherever you are. A degree from Alabama is respected wherever you go. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. The Alabama Crimson Tide, fresh off an impressive win over the Duke Blue Devils last weekend, opened the home portion of their 2019 schedule with a meeting this Saturday with the Aggies of New Mexico State University. The first game ever between these two schools will take center stage on tonight's September 5th edition of the Nick Saban Show. Here we go! Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Hot, hot. Now, with head coach Nick Saban, here is your host, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa, the Nick Saban Show. 
presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. The coach will be with us here in just a few moments, but we open up the show with our special media guest tonight from ESPN and the SEC Network, Taylor Zarzer. Good to have you, man from Mobile, Alabama. Nice to have you in Tuscaloosa. Always good to be up in T-Town. This is the last week you had uh, Kentucky and Toledo. You got Bama and New Mexico State here this weekend. It's always interesting. You know, these two schools have never faced each other. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'll be honest. When I started my prep work for the game earlier in the week, I knew nothing about New Mexico State except that they were the Aggies. It's been a lot of cramming this week. Yeah, and, you know, they started their program in 1894, just two years after Alabama. You would think at some point in yeah. the last almost 120 years these two teams would have met, but that's not the case. Yet, Eli, they're playing an SEC team on almost an annual occurrence. A few years ago, they played two. Now, last year, they didn't play any, but if you look at their schedule moving forward, they'll have one SEC opponent every single season. Mm -hmm. They're an independent out yeah, in Las was, Cruces, yep. and I think they would love to join the Mountain West Conference if they were invited. Yeah. But the New Mexico Lobos, of course, are also in that conference. Um, so they're going across the country, kind of like UMass is doing and a few others, and they're trying to balance an entire athletic budget by playing some big-time SEC competition. Exactly, because the remainder of their schedule, as you might expect after opening up with Washington State, San Diego State, New Mexico, Fresno, Liberty, Central Michigan, Georgia Southern. So it's one of those types of schedules that you throw in Alabama in there with a the wazoo last week. and. Uh, that can bankroll their operation. Yeah, it can. And the most interesting part of that schedule to me is Liberty on October 5th yep. and at Liberty on November 30th. They Wait, play them twice. They play the home and home going. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. Taylor Zarzer with us. He's going to work the telecast with Matt Stinchcomb. Tell me about working with Matt. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met. His impersonations are incredible. Really? He's, he does the greatest Kirby Smart impression I've ever heard. I think you think it's Kirby Smart. He does a Vince Dooley, a Steve Spurrier, Mac Brown. So you never know if you, first of all, if he calls you on the phone, Eli, you're not going to answer. You let it go straight to voicemail and he leaves a message as, as Vince Dooley or, really? or as Kirby Smart. So he's a very funny man. Uh, went into the College Football Hall of Fame last mm -hmm. year. Yep. Incredible offensive lineman, first round pick, consensus All-American from Georgia and uh, an easy guy to work with that uh, loves the game in the trenches. He focuses, yep. as you can imagine, big on that each week. You mentioned Vince Dooley. They're naming the field at uh, Georgia in his honor this weekend. That's right. Uh, and that'll be a, a great honor for another Mobilian, I might add, exactly, Vince Dooley. Exactly. You do uh, golf. Uh, on the uh, PGA Tour, the majors, I've heard you. Uh, at, that's a difficult sport to broadcast on radio. It, it is really very, is. It's very different than football, basketball, or baseball because you really almost have 18 sporting events going on out on the golf course, Eli. And so, in our position behind the 18th green, we do have all we have access to all of the television cameras on the ground. Sure. CBS or NBC, whoever's broadcasting the major, are very good partners with us. So we can switch to each channel and see what's happening. But uh, you're right. It comes with a lot of challenges. As you can gather, uh, as much as the folks like you, they weren't applauding <laughs> for your uh, description of golf coverage. Uh, they are indeed applauding for the arrival of Coach Nick Saban joining us here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. The coach getting himself settled in and... Uh, 
getting the microphone put on. As always, Coach, great to have you with us. Good to see you. Good to be here. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, we got a great, exciting group. You know Taylor Zarzer, of course, will be doing the telecast on the SEC Network. And, Taylor, why don't you just jump in and open up the conversation with the coach? Well, Coach, I think a lot of people were impressed by uh, all the true freshmen that played in the, in the game against Duke, specifically the, the middle the linebackers that played so well. I just would love to hear your assessment of how they played and how they're preparing for this week. Well, I think, first of all, the thing that I was most pleased about in the last game was we didn't get off to a very good start, but the good news is, is the players kept their poise. Uh, we stayed focused, nobody panicked, uh, and we played better and better as the game went on. Uh, I think our players have done a marvelous job of helping these young guys and supporting these young guys and standing up and telling them how they believe in them. And uh, I think that really helped their confidence. I know they had a lot of anxiety in the game. It was probably important that we had a little bit more time to prepare for that game, be in the first game, so they could get some additional reps on what they needed to do. But both guys played well, and those guard played well, DJ Dale, mm -hmm. and both inside backers played well. But we had lots of freshmen that played, some on special teams, you know, some here and there. So uh, and that's going to be a real key for us. But the challenge for young players is can you stay focused and be able to do it week in and week out? Like it's been challenging for us as coaches to get some of the young players. Uh, they're all excited about the first game, so they didn't want to mess up, so they were you know, all hanging in there. All right, now this week you get into a regular game week. So on Monday you got to get certain things, like the special teams game plan. On Tuesday you got to get first and ten, second, long, goal line, short yardage. You can't practice it over and over and over again, and you can't practice everything every day. Then on Wednesday you're on third down and red area. So you got to get it, and today you kind of put it all together. Well, the mental errors go up because their focus in meetings is not what it needs to be because they're not used to this level of intensity, you know, over a period of time. You know, somebody sent me something about snipers. You know, they keep them up for three days before they give them a test on how they shoot it's because they're trying to test them on what, what is their ability to stay focused in difficult times when you get tired, when it's hot outside, when there's external factors, you know, that have something to do. So it'll be interesting to me, most interesting to me, to see how those guys play this week, you know, after doing fairly well last week, which should help their confidence. Right? But at the same time, were they able to prepare this week like they need to? Because that's going to be important for them throughout the season because it's going to be just like this week every week. Sure. Following up on what we talked about on the pregame show last Saturday, the linebackers physically, they're, they're great athletes. How about the play, the, the calling of the defense, that element of their, of their job? Did that go fairly smoothly to your liking and to their liking? Well, it, it was surprising to me that two of Duke's big play runs, 15-yard run, mm -hmm. we actually, we call it sting. We're really slanting one way or the other, and we slanted the wrong way. And so this side's going one way, and the other side's going the other, and the ball spits for 16 yards. And, you know, another time we called something, and, the linebackers went the wrong way, and the ball came out for a 10-yard run. So there were a couple of occasions, but if you look at the whole body of work, uh, I would say that we were pleased that they did as well as they did uh, in the game. And, you know, it was, it was good. It was good for them to get the experience, and it was good for us. And, you know, uh, but now we're going to see a completely different – that's the other thing. 
You know, you see something completely different every week. So this team's going to try to expose you every way they can by spreading you out. They play four wideouts most of the time. All right, so we won't even have two linebackers in a game all the time. Yeah. All right, so, but now it's a completely different game. You're playing in the box here, and you're reading powers and zones and counters, and now you're out here matching patterns. That's completely different. So and yeah. they're, they're pretty good at it, and they move the ball, and a lot of people, uh, they move the ball in Washington State, you know, but they – turned the ball over in the red zone and, you know, made some mistakes. Your answer just leads us into our first question from the Nick Saban Show radio blog on AL.com. Uh, Rod is in Fife, Alabama, said, Hey, Coach, with the problems that most teams have adjusting to a triple option attack that they have a week to prepare for, how impressive and how difficult was it for the defense and the freshmen out there to adjust after a couple of first quarter drives. That was something I didn't expect to see, and I dare say it caught uh, you somewhat surprised as well. Well, we didn't expect to see it either, and it was actually easier to adjust to because we played nickel. We were playing nickel in the game, mm -hmm. uh, and we decided that if they got in pony formation, which is two wide outs and two backs, that we would stay in nickel. So we, we were in nickel, so it was easier to adjust to the formations. You know, we're playing a 4-2-5 kind of look, so you had run support on both sides. But our players were really, really good in this game. You know, somebody asked me the other day at the press conference, why didn't you call timeout? And I said, well, I didn't feel like we needed to. It wasn't like we were getting gassed. I mean, sure. we were playing the plays pretty well. And when our players came to the sidelines, man, they knew when they were getting trapped. They knew when it was trap option. They knew exactly. And then... The guys that were there last year when we played like the Citadel, mm -hmm. I said, hey, we need to start foxing on the backs and get an extra safety in the box, you know, every time. Sure. And they went out there and did it pretty well. So, uh, you know, it didn't hurt us. In fact, you know, the key fourth down stop early in the game after yeah. we fumbled the ball, you know, they were in the wishbone on that. And, yep. you know, we stopped them. So sure it, it, did. It was, they, did a, they did a good job of adjusting in the game. Coach, first question of the night, as always, brought to us by Alabama 811. Uh, always contact 811 before you dig to know what's below. Call 811 or visit al811.com. As per usual, Pee Wee in Grand Bay, Alabama, has the uh, phone lines buzzing. Hello, Pee Wee. How are you? Hey, Eli. How you doing, buddy? Good, sir. Thank you. What's up? What's going on, Pee Wee? We couldn't uh, run the ball very well, well in the game. I, I, I was, I was going to ask you why we couldn't run the ball in the game like, you know, everybody thinks we should be able to. <laughs> Taylor, I mean, for you, if you're you, new. You, you oh, are, I know Pee Wee. You, you, know, oh, yeah. you are the offensive line coach, crying out loud. <laughs> yes, sir, you are correct. Uh, we just didn't do the job that we needed to do about moving our people to, to get, that, get that line movement. What so, is on your mind tonight, Pee Wee? Coach, uh, I actually got two questions. The first one, you played a couple combinations on the on the offensive line. Just wondering, how close have you been from that game film and practice of getting your best five on the field? And secondly, when you play a team that we have never played before, how hard is it to get game film to be able to prepare for that? When we play a team we've never played before, it was... How difficult to get ready for a team you've not seen just watching some video on, on occasion? Right. Well, first of all, Pee Wee, to answer your first question, I feel like we have seven guys that I consider starters in the offensive line. All right, so what combination of those guys do we play at what positions? And we sort of 
wanted to experiment a little bit in the game just to see how people would react, you know, to which positions they played. I think we played three or four different, four guys, four different guys at center, mm -hmm. you know, in the game. And the guys that, when they weren't playing center, they were playing guard. Uh, so we started a freshman at left guard. So, you know, there's, a, there's several different combinations, but I think uh, we feel like we're getting the best five on the field if any of those seven guys are playing. Now, what's the best combination to play them in and how much diversity do they give us by position? Like, can a guard play tackle? So if once somebody goes down, we, we still got one of those seven guys on the field and not somebody else. And I think that's a, a, a more important question, you know, to um, make sure we get to practice the kind of diversity we need to have and always be able to get the best guys on the field. Um, and the second part of the Preparing question. Preparing for New Doug Mexico Martin. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I think the issue there is not necessarily, I think when we play teams and when you play teams over and over, this was true in the NFL when you got a team in your division, like when I was at the Cleveland Browns and we played the Houston Oilers twice a year and they were in the run and shoot and I coached at Houston for two years against it every day in practice. I mean, I knew their offense, like what they were going to do before they ever did it. All right, so that's an advantage. There's no question that you can develop a history of what a team likes to do, what certain play callers like to do, uh, how they call things in certain situations. So when you play a team that's new, that's hard to figure all that out. Uh, but I think the thing that gave us the most problems in this game was not necessarily not having played them, but the style of defense that they played. You know, they, they were not great big, but they were very quick, and they had a veteran defensive group who does a good job of executing their system and scheme, which is a lot of stunning, a lot of stunning, a lot of plug-in backers, a lot of angles and slants by different people uh, to try to create negative plays. And... Um, so we did not block their movements very well in the game, and that's probably what gave us the most issues. And I think when you play teams like that, what you're hoping for is maybe they do give a negative play, but every now and then you're going to bust them because you're going to get them out of their gaps like they should be, and you get a hat on the hat and a runner bust it. So, you know, we didn't do it as well as we'd like. That's one of the things that we certainly want to improve on, you know, this week and uh, keep developing the players that we have. Coach, I know you want to go on visit with some of the folks who are here at the restaurant, so why don't you do that while we take care of some business here. The Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance for auto, home, and life insurance. Call Alpha. They have uh, the website up for you. Visit alphainsurance.com to find the local agent near you. We're coming right back. More of your phone calls toll-free at 877-202-BAMA. You're listening to the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP, providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance, and providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. The Walk of Champions, Denny Chimes, The Million Dollar Band. At Alabama, traditions run deep. 
Ford has a tradition too, building rugged, dependable trucks, including Ranger with Ford Copilot 360 technology. Available driver assist features that give you the confidence to navigate crowded roads. You know, like Tuscaloosa on game day. See your local Ford dealer, proud sponsor of Alabama football. Driver assist features are supplemental. Do not replace the driver's attention, judgment, and the need to control the vehicle. The Cooper Discoverer AT3, our most trusted truck tire, is now better than ever and available in three new models. The 4S, the LT, and the XLT. They're designed for the reliability and durability to find adventure beyond the pavement. And we've backed these durable tires with a Cooper mileage warranty of up to 65,000 miles. Learn more about the reliable Discoverer AT3 family of tires at coopertire.com. Count on Cooper. Best tailgate? It's gotta be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Two again, play action, rolls right, stands in, throws wide open, Forrestal, the tight end of the 10. He's down the left side, five, he'll power in. Touchdown, Alabama. That was 27 yards of a beauty to Miller Forrestal, the tight end out of Cartersville, Georgia, and Bama leads six to nothing. He had a couple of receptions, Miller did, one for the touchdown. Major Tennyson had a couple of uh, receptions one of which went for a touchdown as we welcome you back to the Nick Saban Show live here this evening from Baumhauer's Victory Grill presented by Alpha Insurance for auto, home, and life insurance. Call Alpha. You know, with uh, Hale Hentges moving on, with Irv Smith Jr. moving on to the Minnesota Vikings, you didn't know what the tight end spot was going to look like, and all of a sudden, four receptions, couple of touchdowns to the tight ends. Two different touchdowns. Yeah, that's great. Uh, how about that? That was... It, fun to watch last week, and you know, I think all of us were wondering with uh, the Irv's uh, great career and Hinch sure. just being such a valuable member of the team, how they would play, but uh, certainly got a lot of productivity from them last week. And a lot of guys saw playing time, Ali Kaho being used as the uh, fullback uh, in the ball game, and of course, uh, Tua now with 58 career touchdown passes. That's uh, second only to A.J. McCarron here at the University of Alabama. You watch Tua, we, we're lucky enough to see him every week. You may see him on the tube or what have you, but uh, what a talent. Yeah, and I thought that he, he looked great in the game. He was, very, he was elusive, too. He really showed off his legs, especially a couple of times when the pocket uh, broke down in the game. Coach, uh, I, I found an interesting connection in this game. Frank Spaziani is the defensive coordinator at uh, New Mexico State, of course, used to be the head coach at Boston College. In 1981, he coached the defensive backs at Navy. And he left there at the end of the year to go with head coach George Wells to Virginia. And the man that took over the, as the defensive backs coach at Navy in 1982 was you. Right. So what kind of talent did uh, Frank Spaziani leave you at defensive back in 1982? <laughs> well, you know, uh, Frank obviously went to Virginia. But as we were there at Navy, he would come back and visit, you know, quite a bit because he had a home there and takes a while to move your family and all that. So I got to know him, you know, really well. And. He's an outstanding coach, especially a really good defensive coach. Uh, always was a really good defensive coordinator in any time. 
Uh, good secondary coach. I learned a lot from him, you know, way back in the day. Um, but, you know, when you coach at the Naval Academy, uh, you, you coach the, the, the greatest young people in the world. I mean, they are so disciplined and, um, you know, I, it, it was crazy. I mean, I, I would get on a guy and he would keep saying, yes, sir. And it would make me mad that he kept saying, yes, sir. And I would say, <laughs> if you say what, yes, sir, one more time, I'm going to kick you in the butt. And he would say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, <it was> just, <laughs> but, but I think, but those guys always play, you know, way better than they are because mm -hmm. they are so smart. Uh, they're very coachable, um, you know, and I, I was always amazed at the discipline that the, the players at the academy have. I mean, um, I, I even asked the commandant once, why do you make these guys do all these things that you make them do, you know, that seem like they're sort of stupid discipline type things? And he said, because if they're in a plane over Afghanistan and we tell them don't shoot unless they get shot at, I want to make daggone sure that's what happens. Mm. So I kind of always had a tremendous amount of respect wow. for that. And uh, coaching there was really great. Uh, being there with those kind of players was great. And that's where I met Frank the first time. And, you know, it's, uh, he's been coaching really good, really well for a long time. Yeah, he has. In yeah. his first game, Coach Saban's first game at Navy was against Frank Spaziani's Virginia Cavaliers That's the exactly following right. season. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Well. As yeah. big a business as coaches, coaching is, broadcasting, it's a very small fraternity when you break it. Everybody yeah. knows everybody. Well, and Gary Tranquil had coached there with all those guys and yeah. George right. Welsh. And then, you know, I met Gary at West Virginia and he had been at Ohio State and that's how I got there because, you know, Gary went from West Virginia as the offensive coordinator to take George's place. So it is kind it is. of a small world. And Frank would hire Gary Tranquil to be his offense coordinator at Boston College years later. So you're exactly. right. It's, it's, it's amazing. Everybody knows everybody, and you just keep uh, hooking up with jobs. Steve is on the phone in Pace, Florida. Steve, thanks for hanging on. Hello. Steve. Steve, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm right here. Didn't mean to wake you. Sorry. Uh, uh, no, no, sir. No, sir. You're, you're fine. What's your question for nice, the coach? It's, it's nice to hear from you all tonight. Um, my, my question is twofold, actually. Uh, one is a comment and a compliment to you, Eli Gold. Um, I came across an interview that you had with Mike Royer on YouTube, yes, and sir. I thought it was a very classy interview. And uh, what I want to say is I appreciate you as a broadcaster all these years. And if I had to pick a song for you, it would probably be Carly Simon's Nobody Does It Better. Well, you're very kind, sir. I appreciate yeah, the sentiment. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate, we appreciate <laughs> Eli, too. He's the voice yeah. of the Crimson and, Tide, and my for question, sure. my, my other question for you, Coach Saban, is I, I saw Saturdays in the South on the SEC Network recently, and I saw an excerpt of General Neyland, uh in Tennessee, and he used a military-style type of conditioning for the players and I thought about Scott Cochran, and I thought, which is doing an excellent job, I wouldn't have any other person in there besides Scott Cochran. My question is, if they ever did that, is it allowed? And my other question is, I saw you on a commercial with Scott Cochran, and I want to know how that went. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that's a great commercial, but the military style of working that uh, General Nealon had, it's obviously a little bit different, but Scott does push these guys to their fullest. There's no well, question. And I, and I think a big part of conditioning nowadays is, uh, I've talked about this before in coaching, 
I, I think back in the early days, even when I played, you know, everybody did whatever the coach asked them to do. There wasn't any question about what you did. There wasn't any explanation about why you did it, how it was going to benefit you or whatever. And we really thought doing things that were very, very difficult and hard were actually making you better. Mm -hmm. Some cases they might have been, but as we know now, going bull in the ring and just button heads with each other is probably not a very good thing to do, but we did it. So, but I think nowadays, even when it comes to conditioning, I think players are much more apt to buy in and do the things that you'd like for them to do to get in great condition if they can see how it's going to benefit them in their future. Um, and whether it's injury pre prevention, endurance, how they could sustain better so they can maintain their performance and a standard of performance that's going to enhance, you know, maybe their future. So I, I think it's a little bit more not just motivation but also having good explanation. And I think the scientific part of conditioning now has changed dramatically too. I mean, we have measurements that we can use like the catapult system to see if a guy really is giving 100% because it's like having a GPS on you. Uh, and we know what every guy's explosive movements are and we know how many times they usually duplicate them and when they don't do that, you know, they're either not putting out or they're run down, all right? So we, we have so much more scientific evidence now to be able to uh, utilize in conditioning players to get them to their optimum performance. Remarkably, that's our next question. You've led right into it. David in Moody, Alabama says, you and your staff have embraced technology like the catapult system, uh, using now the sideline tent if necessary to benefit the student athletes. Is that your favorite technology tool, the uh, catapult system, or is there something else that we might not know about that you rely very heavily on? Well, I, I think for me as a coach, the catapult system tells me a lot about how we should practice every week. Um, I haven't shared this publicly with anybody. I have shared it with our team, but we do a graph on, so we have individual records of every guy's catapult scores. So what their explosive movements are, how many times they duplicate it. Then we do it by position. Then we do it on offense, we do it on defense, and we do it as a whole team. All right, so... And so when we do it as a whole team, we can say, okay, how do we practice when we played the Citadel? How did we practice when we played LSU? All right, what, what, what was the different levels? All right, and then you can put it up on the board and say, look, guys, you know, when we play a good team, we really practice well and we really play well. And when we play a team that we don't have the same respect for, we don't practice nearly as well, we don't really play nearly as well, and that's not good for you, your future, or anybody. You know, what I always tell these guys is what they don't understand is they think everything's based on volume and everything's really based on quality, mm -hmm. quality of your performance. And I always tell them, I said, you know, and Miss Terry can vouch for this. I used to sit in a chair in our house in Miami and I had my laptop and I would watch players because they made a cut up of the players. I didn't know the score in the game. I didn't know who they were playing against. I didn't know how many plays they played. I didn't know how many yards they gained. I don't know how many passes they caught. I don't know how many interceptions they had. I was just watching them in the plays that they played. All right, so what's so hard to figure out about when you get the opportunity to play? Why don't you play well rather than get frustrated about how much you're playing or what your role is or whatever because you're going to be evaluated on whatever you do when you play. Sure. Nobody knows who you're playing against. You know, so if you have a killer instinct, do you go after a rabbit different than a buffalo? I, I don't really know. I mean, you shouldn't. 
No, should you, you play one way when you're ahead by 14 points and another way when you're behind by 14 points? Because I'm evaluating at Miami, and I don't even know what the score is. Better do your best. Yeah. Just do your best. Yeah, right. it, you know, it's and it's, it's a simple concept, but it's so hard for people to grasp it. It's interesting you say that because I was thinking of all the golf work I do. I know you're good friends with Justin Thomas, who, of course, uh, went to school here, and he won a tournament in Chicago a few weeks ago, and he was asked, he had a six-shot lead going into the final round, and they asked him, how are you going to handle a six-shot lead? And his response was, I'm going to try to get it to seven, and then I'm going to try to get it to eight, and then I'm going to try to get it to nine. I'm going to think about how I can play my best, and he referenced you and your relationship on keeping your head down and focusing no matter what the lead is or what the deficit is, and that seems like it's, it's hard to teach that, though, to train that. It takes time, right? Yeah, you know what WIN stands for? What's important now? Yeah. That's W-I-N. All right, so if you can stay focused on what's happening right now, then you're going to have a better chance to be successful, regardless of what the circumstances are. Outcome, you've heard me say this 100 times before. Outcomes are a distraction. Focusing on the process of what you have to do to get the outcome is the most important thing you need to do. Mm. All right? But people are so outcome-oriented. The media is so outcome-oriented. Mm -hmm. Just like I could ask questions. You know, I thought our front did a great job in the game because that quarterback, number 18 for Duke, he's a runner. He can run. And every game that he started last year, he made lots of big plays, scrambling out of the pocket, running for first downs and all that. So my question this week is, because we only got one sack, but our front guys did a great job because the whole idea was not to try to sack the guy and get knocked by the quarterback and all this, get out of your pass rush lane. It was make sure the guy doesn't run. But we only got one sack. So my, the questions I have, not that anybody knows anything about pass rush, it's in the media, I, but you only got one sack, so what are you going to do to improve his pass rush? But the pass rush was exactly what we planned for it to be against that player. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sacks aren't the end-all and be-all. Well, there's not one statistical evidence in football that says sacks have anything to do with the outcome of a game. Turnovers, explosive plays, how you do on third down, how you score in the red area, those, those things have, there's statistical information that says that impacts winning and losing. Sacks do not. Affecting the quarterback does, but that you don't have to sack the quarterback to affect them. Just pressure him. Or push take him up away the what he push does, it up the yeah. middle so he can't see and step up in the pocket. That'll affect him as much as anything. Exactly. Coach, we're going to break away and take care of a little business right here. I'm what just getting warmed up. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're coming right back. We've we got to pay Taylor's salary here. That's right. <laughs> you can, folks, join us live here at Baumhauer's each week for your chance to win the Alumni Hall Item of the Week. Each week we'll be featuring a different officially licensed Crimson Tide gift courtesy of Alumni Hall. Shop Alumni Hall for all of your Bama gear. At Alumni Hall, the selection is unbeatable. Shop Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, or Huntsville. Also located online at alumnihall.com. Giving away a great-looking uh, carry bag here this evening. Brianna Mustafol has won that. Brianna, if you want to make your way to... Uh, the back of the restaurant here. We'll pass that along to you. So congratulations to Brianna Mustafel winning the Alumni Hall item of the week. Back with the coach right after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp Code Football Edition. 
This is how you say game tonight. Bring Bud Light. Fantasy fees are due. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light, crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Do you ever say, I wonder why? Are you always curious? Then you are a natural student, and we say, learn on. The University of Alabama invites you to earn a degree through New College Lifetrack. Take courses around your schedule from wherever you are and structure those courses around things you want to learn. And you might even get college credit for life experience. You love to learn. Let a degree from Alabama be a symbol of that. For details, visit learnon.ua.edu. Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith with Academy Sports and Outdoors. In SEC country, Saturdays only mean one thing. And for SEC fans, Academy Sports and Outdoors is the only place to gear up for the season. They've got gear for everyone. Shirts and jerseys, grills and smokers, drinkware and coolers. It's all here. Your team may not always get the win, but you can always win the tailgate every single time. Don't wait for the season to kick off. Shop now at your store or academy.com. Tailgating was invented in the South. Football fans gathering in a parking lot before the big game to share their favorite dishes with friends. At Jack's, we want to keep that tradition going. From hand-bred chicken fingers and fried chicken to delicious sides and scratch-made biscuits, Jack's has all the ingredients to make your next tailgate legendary. Football is just better with Jack's. So order ahead at eataJax.com and score big this season. Jack's, all about the South. Here's Alabama quickly now. Gives to Brian Robinson. He'll slip and slide. And he's in for the touchdown. Brian Robinson just about slid down. Somehow stayed up. Cut back left. And the young man from Tuscaloosa's Hillcrest High School adds his third career touchdown after two a year ago. He just ran over two men. Brian Robinson, nine carries, nine yards, but he found uh, pay dirt in the middle of all that as we welcome you back, everybody. Eli Gold alongside Taylor Zarza from uh, ESPN and the SEC Network. Coach Nick Saban with us as well. Bama this weekend meeting for the very first time ever with the Aggies of New Mexico State coming off a 58-7 loss to Washington State a weekend ago, and uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, they do some things that are a little different, but obviously Bama, the more talented team. How do you approach that when folks, you know, tune in to your telecast? You want to keep the viewer. Sure. But they also know it. it, it conventional wisdom says one team is far well, better than the other. Well, Alabama fans are, are so interested in the team and the growth and the development of the team, just like Coach Saban is, and I think that that's what you focus on, is especially when 14 true freshmen saw the field for the first time last week, Eli, yep. the development of these players I think is interesting to everyone. It really this, is. This man included. So. Well, I, I think it's not about like I said before, uh, your level of intensity, your focus, your preparation should not change. You don't create an identity, you know, in one game uh, as a player or as a team. Uh, so we try to create a standard for how we want to play. And the circumstances of the game and the external environment should not affect that. All right, so what I'm most concerned about and what I'm interested in is I tell our players, you know, we're playing against ourselves. You're playing against yourself. 
Can you challenge yourself to play better this week than last week? Can you improve the, the consistency and effort, toughness, ability to execute, discipline to execute, do your job better than you did a, a, year, a, a week ago, which means you practiced and did the right things in practice. And um, because, you know, we're, we're not where we need to be as a team. Uh, so it's not really about the score. It's not really about the opponent. It's about are you playing to the best of your ability? Are you the being the best version of yourself, you know, as a player and a competitor and a teammate? Is the old adage correct that you see more improvement from week one to two than from any other week, or is that just a, a, a myth? No, I, I think there's some truth to that. But I think for that to be true, players have to do the right things in practice during the course of the week to be able to make that kind of improvement. I don't think it just happens because you play the first game and you play the second game. And I think what contributes to it is there's probably a lot of anxiety and the first game for all players, especially young players who have not played before. Uh, and, you know, anxiety doesn't really help you have better performance. Sure. All right. So therefore, when you get a little confidence and you don't have that same level of uh, anxiety, I think your achievement motivation goes up and that and low anxiety will help your performance. Let's go back to the Academy Sports and Outdoors hotline, gentlemen. We've got Mike in Loosedale, Mississippi joining us. Mike. Welcome to the Nick Saban Show. Hey, Mr. Elon. Hey there. And as the caller before me, you know, it is such a great honor to be talking to one of the greatest sports announcers in history. Well, you're kind, but uh, the honor is to talk to Coach Saban here this evening, but I appreciate your sentiments. Coach Saban, my question for you tonight is, you know, just seeing Talia get to play in the game Saturday, does he have, like, the same pattern as Tua does, or does he have something different? Uh, you know, I don't like to compare players, even when they're brothers. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, Tua came in with a, a very high maturity, sort of um, physically and emotionally in terms of, uh, how he developed and how he improved and how he could stay focused on what he was supposed to do. And uh, I think that's why he developed so quickly here as a player. Uh, I think Talia has a lot of ability. Uh, and certainly, you know, we want to try to develop him the same kind of way. But uh, And I think they're, they both have, you know, a lot of capabilities and a lot of potential. And um, Tua has obviously sort of fulfilled a lot of that. And I'm sure he's not satisfied with where he is. And you know, works hard every day, sometimes too hard. Um, you know, the guy works out like crazy, and uh, we're trying to say, you know, sometimes, you know, less is more. You know, you can do too much, and um, that's to a sort of mentality. So, um, you know, I, I think it's too early to tell, you know, when a guy's a freshman and he first comes in and he's only been here for a little while to know exactly how, you know, that guy's going to develop and what he's going to develop into. But I know there's a lot of potential there. How about one of the guys they're throwing the football to, Coach? Jerry Judy's talent gets mentioned so often. What's he like as a teammate and as a leader? He's good. I mean, he's a hard worker. Um, he's a perfectionist. Uh, he does, he's smart. He does a good job of, you know, sort of knowing what to do. Uh, and, you know, I've said this about our wide receiver core before. You know, this usually is the most selfish group on your team. 
you know, they want the ball. And if they don't get the ball all the time, they get frustrated and it affects their performance and their pouting. And we have four guys that are really, really good players that have all shown that they're really good players here. And Jerry Judy's probably the most productive of the bunch. But never has any of those guys ever shown any frustration about getting the ball. I mean, and they play sort of together as a unit, and they enjoy playing together as a unit. I think they all want to see each other do well. Um, and that's kind of unique, you know, especially at that position. Ten receptions, a career high for him a weekend to go. Let's go to the phones again. Big C is joining us over in uh, Greenville, Alabama. Hello, Big C. Hey, How are you, my friend? Sounds like we're having a little trouble with your phone, Big C, so we'll try and get you to call back in and uh, see if we can uh, get you back on. The, uh, the kicking game last week, uh, we talked about it on the show. Uh, the strength of the leg of, of Reichard was uh, a you know, great uh, series of touchbacks. That's a big plus. Well, it is a big plus, but one of the things that you really have to caution the cover team about is you know, they used to running it down, and you could actually see it in the game. You know, the first one that we covered, the kickoff cover team covered great. All right, it's a touchback. All right, so the next one, good. The next one, people were taking their but, time. But one yeah. of these, the guy's going to catch it and bring it out. Yeah. All right, so uh, that happened to us a couple times last year. You know, we, we would cover kicks, and the guy would fair catch it, fair catch it, fair catch it. Then all of a sudden, he doesn't fair catch it, and you don't, you're not in your cover lanes right. Sure. So, we had to really coach our players this week and show them this week that, hey, he's not going to get the touchback every time. And, you know, it's a little unlucky for him. I think, what, he had 49 and 46-yard field goals that both hit the post. Hit the post, yeah. yeah that, that, that's kind of unlucky. But, yeah. uh, you know, the kid's got a lot of talent, and uh, we got him doing a lot of things. Uh, you know, this week we, we might take some of the punting load off of him and maybe let Skyler do it, who did it some last year, see how he responds to that. Uh, it's not hard to do all three. It's hard to manage yourself through the season without getting run down doing all three. Mm. So it's going to be a little bit of a management issue for us to not have him lose his leg, you know, somewhere late in the season. I got you. We're going to take care of a little business coach and come right back with more of the show. You're listening to the Nick Saban Show tonight from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. It's all coming your way on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P Hundo P Adjective 
short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll hundo pee always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Robinson, the tailback. They fake the give. Two of throws. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Major Tennyson. The tight end from Flint, Texas, who played in four games. Last year, indeed, four games. The other weekend, two catches, nine yards, and a touchdown. Folks, a quick reminder that tonight's show has been brought to you in part by Everwood Treatment Company. Everwood, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood is wood treated right and around Bryant-Denny Stadium this weekend. And for every home game, you'll see these little kiosks that say Everwood across the front. That's where you'll be able to purchase the official souvenir program for the Crimson Tide games and the radios that allow you to hear our broadcast without any delay. So just look for those Everwood kiosks all around Bryant-Denny Stadium. We welcome you back, Eli Gold, Taylor Zarzer from the SEC Network and uh, ESPN joining us. What's been the most uh, interesting, if not unique, event you've ever broadcast? Well, uh, I would say the, the seven-overtime game last year with LSU and that Texas was, A- yeah. A&M was uh, one that stands out. And maybe we were some, certainly the announcers weren't, but the players on the field were responsible for changing the rules in college football exactly. as we now um, immediately go for two if once you get to the, uh, to the fifth overtime. And those guys were so gassed that night, Eli, is it was the highest scoring game in the history of uh, division, or I guess FBS football. Yeah. But 74 to 72 in College Station is hard to forget. I would think so. You're right. And how about in the golf world? What's the... Uh, the the biggest story, the single biggest uh, shot that you might have called behind the microphone? Yeah, I would say that Tiger Woods at this year at the Masters, of course, Mike Tirico broadcast that for us on the radio, but uh, was a, a memorable moment. But in terms of a call I had a couple of years ago, an Alabama guy in a city I live, Justin Thomas, winning the uh, PGA Championship in Charlotte 10 minutes from my house was uh, a, was a special moment as well. I bet it was. Coach, the uh, clock on the wall has uh, gotten away from us here, and it's just about time for your final word of the week. It is presented each week by Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Well, you know, I would tell our fans that um, it, the same thing I tell our players. You know, we want, our play, we want to correct our players and show them what they do right, so we want to really support them when they do well, and we want to correct them and fix them when they don't do it right, uh, so they have the chance to improve and uh, really get better and I think that you know our fans should look at the game the same way as the players do and I know there's been a lot of talk about player people staying in the stadium and the students and all that but you know I've always said that why would we expect the players to compete in the game for 60 minutes 
and we're not willing to support the players as fans for 60 minutes in the game. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I've always said the fans and the people who support the program are all part of the team. And they really are because that's what makes it special to play at Alabama. And I think it doesn't, we, we talk about it doesn't matter who we play against. We expect everybody to be the best version of themselves. And uh, we expect the same thing from, you know, the atmosphere that gets created in the stadium. So it's exciting to play and the people who come and see the game and the recruits that are there say, wow, this is something special that, you know, people are supporting the team regardless of who they play. And this is a great atmosphere and environment. And we're really looking forward to the home opener in Bryant-Denny Stadium. I know our players are really looking forward to it. Uh, I know a lot of people are, you know, concerned about it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it's going to be hot. Well, let's make that an advantage for us. Uh, and I know we'll do everything we can as a department to try to make it safe for the people and have water stations and do all that. But we don't control what time we play the game. Yeah. I, I would love to play all night games in September in Alabama. Uh, but we don't, we, don't, we don't get the opportunity to determine that. You know, TV determines that. And so we have to make the best of what we have to the, the hand that we're dealt with. And, you know, we're excited about playing this game. We're excited about playing at home. We're excited about our team getting better. And we're excited about having a great atmosphere and environment, you know, in the stadium so that they affect the game in a positive way. And I don't think anybody should take things for granted. You know, everybody takes everything for granted. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of Tennessee fans last week that took it for granted that they were going to beat Georgia State, uh, and they didn't. Uh, and so you got to play well, and you got to do well all the time, and that should be everybody's expectation, and you should expect to support well all the time as well. A very quick scouting report, if you would, and that's a great point that you made. Uh, the Aggies quarterback, number 14, Josh Atkins, their top tailback, Jason Huntley, he wears number one. What are, are we expecting to see from that bunch? What's their style? Well, they're, they're in four wideouts a lot, playing four receivers. Number two is a really good receiver. You mentioned number one, who's the tailback. Right, O.J. Clark, the, the other. Yep. Uh, they're all really, really good players, uh, and they, they get featured a lot in, in their offense. But where this team can expose you because you're spread out a lot and they're throwing the ball, I think, 76% of the time, um, you know, if you don't play really well and you're not on your toes in coverage and you don't do things exactly right, you know, people get open, they make explosive plays, and next thing you know, you got issues and problems. And, um, you know, so it's going to be really important that we play well on defense, but it's also important that, you know, we can keep the ball, make plays on offense, and score points so that we control the tempo of the game on offense. Yeah, we, just a second ago, we heard a call from uh, Eli, Major Tennyson's touchdown call. And in that call, you said he played in four games last year. Of course, he didn't lose a, a year of eligibility. Now that you're living through that, Coach, in the second season, what do you think of the new redshirt rule, and how is it helping these players? Well, I think that the original intent of the redshirt rule was really, really good because I think the intention was is that you could play a young player four plays in the game, enhance his four plays in the season mm -hmm. uh, and enhance his development by that uh, and maybe in some games not have to play other players as much because you would have more available players to play and that guy would lose his eligibility over that. I think what has transpired was sort of an unintended consequence that some players have used this to say, well, I'm going to play in four games, but if I don't like my role on the team, uh, then I'm, I'm going to refuse to play. Yeah. I, and get redshirted so I can go someplace else and play. Uh, and I don't think that's really an intended rule, and I don't really think that's good for college football, and I really don't think it's good for student-athletes, you know, in a lot of cases. Um, so 
Uh, I like the rule. Um, it changes the management of how you have to manage the roster uh, in terms of how you use freshmen. And you don't have to make immediate decisions on whether we can play this guy or not. You can go through the season and kind of see how much he plays, see how he develops, and then make a determination of, all right, we're going to use this guy all year long because his role is going to be significant enough to enhance his development. Coach, as always, thanks for your time tonight. A great show. We'll see you Saturday. All right, thank you. And Taylor Zarzer from thank the you. SEC Network, thank you for being yeah, here, man. Yeah, always absolutely. great to thanks, see you. Take care of yourself. We're coming right back to wind things down on this Thursday night right after these messages. This is the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just pop some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why didn't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on the simple southern goodness of flavorful snacks and champion chips. So grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks, because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. So pick up your favorite Golden Flake potato chips, pork skins, cheese puffs, or our great-for-dipping tortillas, and let the game begin. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll with the tide at University Mall this football season. Spaces are still available for reserved RV parking for all the home games. Call 205-553-8414. Again, 205-553-8414. Or visit us online at university-mall.com for pricing and more information. Also, enjoy the convenience of the Tide Ride Shuttle, along with great indoor shopping and dining. At West Alabama's in-place to shop for over 30 years, University Mall.
As we wrap things up on this Thursday night, let's talk about what's on tap for the Crimson Tide. It's presented by Bud Light. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Alabama, but please drink responsibly. Saturday of this week, the Crimson Tide is home, of course, against the Aggies of New Mexico State. Three o'clock broadcast. Our uh, coverage starts at 12 noon. Three o'clock the kickoff. Coverage starts at 12 noon. Certainly hope you can make your plans to join us. That is this Saturday, home opener at Bryant-Denny Stadium. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide. And for the first time ever, the Aggies of New Mexico State. And that does it for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. A big thank you to the folks here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill, the official watch party location of the Crimson Tide. Our engineer here at Baumhauer's has been Todd Robbins. And for Tom Stipe, Marshall Griffin was our studio engineer. We appreciate him joining us. Likewise, John Bocknick from the Bruno's event team. George Husak, the men's tennis coach. Taylor Zarzer from the SEC Network. And of course, Coach Saban. I'm Eli Gold. Hope you can join us Saturday. We're on the air at noon. Kickoff is at one minute after three o'clock. The Tide and the Aggies. Until then, from Tuscaloosa, we bid you good night. And thank you for joining us. Roll Tide, everybody. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this has been Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, share a Coke. Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud partners of the Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light. This football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.